Here they cherish that compliment, Rose. <gasps> I will. Won't be too. Won't be too many more. <laughs> <laughs>Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, also known as Cheap Lazy Vegan on YouTube. And I'm Daniel, one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics. So get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the savage podcast. Hi there. I'm back. Oh, hi, Rose. I'm back. Where are you been? I've been to Korea. God damn. <laughs> Guys, I am officially back. Mm-hmm. We are back to regular schedule programming. Yep. Well, we were never out of regular schedule no. programming, but... I was um, holding down the fort. You mean we pre-recorded? Yep, we pre-recorded, <laughs> and then I did hours of editing. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. I appreciate Making it. Making sure that content is coming out to these beautiful people out here. Yeah, yeah. So you guys, did, we didn't skip a beat, although... And you know what's so funny? Because like I was seeing some of the comments on YouTube, and you know how we were like, oh, um, with the... Because obviously, if you guys watched the last couple episodes, we did Am I the Asshole? And uh, we referred to it as lazy content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that comment. And so many people were like, we love your lazy content. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, we need to sprinkle that in there. Oh, yeah. So we'll we'll keep that coming. I think Am I the Asshole is becoming a pretty big hit on this channel. I think so. People are enjoying it. Yeah. So um, Yeah. So let us know if you want us to continue that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to sometimes, you know, maybe on like a slow news day, you know? Yeah. Not that we've ever had a really s- slow news day. Not really. The world's a shit shit show. So the world is a shit there's story. Never, <laughs> there's never a shortage of shitty ass news. Mm-mm. Anyway, Mm-mm. we're going to get started with Patreon shout outs, you guys. Yes, we are. So if you don't know, we have a Patreon page where we do exclusive content every single month. Mm-hmm. And you get every episode a week earlier than everyone else. So it's a lot more timely, which yeah. is great for trending events. And you get ad-free content. Exactly. And you get a little shout out on our uh, episodes. You also get access to those uh, the library of exclusive episodes, which we've been doing one every single month since we started. Yeah. So there's tons and tons of content. Exactly. Uh, this month or the month of October, we did um, similar to Am I the Asshole, but it was a relationship one. So that was kind of fun. Uh, we switched it up a little bit. We also have our dating, personal dating stories. Oh, God damn. If you guys want to find out about the uh the great successes we've had in the, in the dating world um check out that on our patreon uh, yes, Patreon page patreon.com slash the savage podcast so we would like to say thank you to taylor welcome to the patreon family yes thank you taylor for joining mm-hmm. and um shall we uh i don't know how shall we jump in what, what? well would you not want to tell everyone oh, how, how korea, korea was, god damn back it. to the motherland i went back to the mo- Oh, I'm God. burning myself. Oh, God damn, Rose, getting too excited. <clears throat> yeah, I went back to the motherland, guys. Motherland. The motherland. Um, I was there on like a vegan, like what's called like a, I mean, I don't know how much. An expose. Not an expose. <laughs> expose. That Not sounds a... like a like a, a scandal. Well, it's funny, Rose, because last time we spoke, you're like, oh my God, it's been, I don't know, 11 years it has since been. I've been to Asia. And then in the last like two months, <laughs> I you've went been back to Asia, to Asia like I know. three times. Well, I went I went twice, but I went to a lot of countries. I went yeah. to like, first I went to Thailand, Vietnam and Singapore. Then I came back and then I went to Korea. So um, yeah, I was on like a, what's called like a fam trip, which is like familiarization trip mm-hmm. where basically we just kind of like they, well, originally it was supposed to be all influencers, but that wasn't the case. But yeah. either way, it was like kind of like a vegan trip to kind of showcase Korean tourism. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was like a week and then I stayed another like week and a half to mm-hmm. go to Jeju Island, uh, which is kind of like the Hawaii of Korea, um, which is like, you know, where a lot of Koreans go for vacation and stuff. Yeah. And I also went to go see my family. And I don't know, like, what do you want to hear? It, well, I was going to ask you, like, <laughs> has, has it changed a lot from when you were there last? Like, well, you know what I was th- thinking? Like, I was like, it's, it's changed, but also like not really. Like mm. it has, but not really. But also like maybe I just don't remember. Yeah. The one thing I did notice, which is like kind of funny, is I, I think I was t- telling you about this. The bathrooms are so clean. Oh, yeah. You did tell me. Yeah. I yeah. was like, what the hell's going on over here? Because here's the thing. It's not like I don't ever think. I never thought that Korea had like really dirty public bathrooms. Yeah. But there were definitely some dirty ones, right? Like in like train stations or like. The typical ones. Usually any country you go to. Exactly. You go to the bathroom in the train station. (laughs) It's not nice. No. It never is. And also like they always warn you before you go to Korea that like the public bathrooms don't have toilet paper. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, I mean, let's face it, I wasn't pre- prepared, but <laughs> I was mentally prepared. Are you? Are you ever? Were you? Even, were you mentally prepared? <laughs> I was us? mentally prepared, 
but I got there and I only had one train station that didn't have or like one bathroom that didn't have a uh, toilet paper. So that's not bad. Every other bathroom has toilet paper and every bathroom was like clean. Like there was maybe one or two that were like little less clean. Yeah. But like they're not dirty at all. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Not to throw shade. <clears throat> I love I love Spain. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I love living there, guys. It was a great experience. But if, for those of you that have been like back me up on this one, like <laughs> a lot of the uh, restroom situations oh. there were le- left a lot to be desired. My favorite experience, and I don't know if I shared on this podcast, guys, while I was living there. Um, we, a bunch of us went out for like a night out where yeah. we were going clubbing and whatever. And, uh, <laughs> I go to this bathroom and I was like, I just really need to go to the in bathroom a in a club. So I opened the door for the men's bathroom <laughs> and I've never seen anything like this guys. There was some urinals just around the, like on the one wall. And then there was just like a regular toilet <laughs> just in the middle. There was no, no cubicle, no nothing, just a fucking toilet. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God. Could you imagine if you actually like really had, had to take, to take a, a shit? What do you do? Like, do you just was go? it, was it a, like a was it like a straight club, a gay club? It was a straight club. It wasn't a gay. And bar. it was and it was a male bathroom. Yeah. I'm so confused. It was very very. It was weird. Was it dirty? It was gross. Yeah. Ew! It was just not a nice bathroom. Like I mean, most nightclubs don't have nice bathrooms to begin with. Yeah. So I bet you in Korea they do. Probably. Although I didn't go to a nightclub in Korea. Mm-hmm. I, oh, it's not really a club. You went drinking. I mean, I, I, you know what? From the sounds of that area that you went to, like I would like to go there. Well, I mean, this leads to the first story that we need to talk about. Oh, shit. Yeah. You forgot, hey? No, I did not. I, I did not forget. I'm <laughs> just like, I, I like, I'm like, whoa, we're going to, we're going to hit the story. We're going to dive hard. right in. Oh, God damn. Um, yeah. No, overall though, Korea was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the vegan trip was really nice. Again, it's so nice to like do a vegan tour. Yeah. Um, because then you don't really have to like worry. Once I was out of the vegan tour, it was a little bit of a challenge for sure. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of bibimbap without egg. <laughs> that was like the only thing you could get like the problem with korea is like it's so annoying because korean food can be easily made vegan mm. with just like leaving maybe one or two ingredients out it's so easy yeah and even like so many of tofu dishes were like not vegan because yeah. they would make like mapo tofu which has like meat in it or like or like you know, fish exactly they would stuff. use like fish sauce or like or like you know meat sauce or something mm. so annoying it's crazy to me because like a lot of these um foods like these different types of foods they taste almost exactly the same without using exactly, that sauce. Exactly, but they don't think like that. Yeah, it's like it's like with um one of the things is like potato chips, like like crisps. I'm just thinking crisps in general, yeah. and how a lot of them um use like milk powder as one of the oh, do not the get things. me started. It's like the stupidest thing ever because as someone that used to eat the regular chips and eats the other chips now, it's like literally almost identical, and you're saving an ingredient yeah. that you don't need. Like, I'm like, well, this is like almost cost of, more cost-effective. <laughs> well, I think there's a reason why milk milk ingredients are, like, everywhere, but I don't know why. It's because the milk industry did a really good job exactly. of marketing, Rose. Let me tell you. Exactly. And they, I think they sell, like, whatever, like, byproducts from, like, the milk products. Yeah. They sell it for probably really cheap. I don't know. I don't mm. know the details. But it's yeah. literally everywhere. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, what was this? Oh, yeah. So, Korea, like... Unless you go to a specifically vegan slash vegetarian restaurant, mm. um, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah. Like, it's so tough. That's why, like, basically I ate bibimbap. <laughs> and, like, there was some other things that I probably ate. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, kimbap, which is, like, the the seaweed rolls. Ooh. You could eat that, but, again, you'd have to, like, alter it. You'd have to ask mm. for, like, no egg, no meat. I had that. There's, there's a place that makes the Oh, they made it for you. They made it. The, like, it was, like, a vegan one. <clears throat> it wasn't as good as yours. <gasps> I'd be happy to hear that. Cherish that compliment, Rose. <gasps> I will. Won't be too, won't be too many more. <laughs> I mean, I know that for a fact. Oh, guys, I have to. I mean, I've said on this podcast, and I'm gonna. <laughs> I stand by what I say. Okay, guys, the snacks you need for a hike. Okay, you need instant noodles, <laughs> and you need kimbap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who taught you that, Daniel? You. Thank you. <laughs> oh, game changer, game changer, guys. I swear, this is like the only reason why we go hiking it is, is to like eat this, eat the food. Yep. Anyway, so yeah, food was tough, mm-hmm. um, but video's coming soon. Probably Ooh. not soon. Probably in a few months. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was really nice to go see my family mm-hmm. and um, everything. So, well, I'll, I'll tell the story that leads to the story of today. The story of so, the story. Yes. <clears throat> so basically, um, on my last night in Korea, I like went back to Seoul. So I was like visiting my family. They don't live in Seoul. So 
I went back to Seoul the night before I was supposed to fly out. Okay. So I, I don't know. I spent the day doing random stuff. And then in the evening, I met up with one of my friends that lives in Seoul. And if you don't know, Seoul is the capital of Korea. It's like a very big city. Anyways, uh, one of my friends that lives in Seoul, I met up with her and I hadn't seen her for a few years. So we went out drinking. We went to an area called Itaewon, Mm -hmm. which is like a very popular kind of nightlife district slash like a lot of foreigners like to go there as well. It's like very like multicultural. And um, we had dinner there, had some wine. We went to another place, had some more wine. Mm-hmm. Then we ended up in like the party area of Itaewon, <clears throat> which is like an alleyway. Of course you did, Russ. <laughs> Excuse me. I was quite, I was quite drunk. Let me yeah. tell you. Um, we had polished off two bottles of wine at this point. Uh-oh. And then we were like, you know, in the party mood. And it was the Thursday night. Yeah. And it was still kind of busy. Like it wasn't crazy, but it was kind of busy. And then yeah. we ended up in this like random, like, I don't know, bar slash... Like, you know, those bars that kind of have like a dance floor. It yeah. was like that. And everyone but they, don't, they don't have like a delegated dance floor. It's more it's, just kind of it like, kind of had a delegated dance floor, but it was yeah. kind of small. Yeah. But it's like mostly people standing around or sitting down. Yeah. You know what I'm you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. You've been to m- more than a few of those. I'm it's, sure I have. And it's, it's, <laughs> except for me, I'd be the one dancing. <clears throat> You'd be the one dancing. I'd be dancing. You'd be the one twerking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trying to find me a man. Oh, God damn. Um, so <clears throat> and I think also there is where there's like the gay bars. Okay. okay interesting so you would definitely lack it there but this, so anyways so i got very drunk mm-hmm. and then that was that was my night mm-hmm. now that was two days before no wait so that was the night before i left yeah i left on friday okay come back on saturday and then i hear all kinds of news <gasps> so anyways i got back and then so i left on friday okay got back on get Sorry. back well i got back on friday because um Canada's like behind. The oh, time right, is right, behind. Right, right. Yeah. So I got back on Friday and then Saturday, my friend texts me and she's like, she texts me some kind of screenshot of like Korean news or something. Mm. And the thing is, I read Korean. I understand Korean. I can, I can read it. But sometimes when I see like a big text of Korean, it's, it doesn't absorb as quickly as when I see like English. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like English, I can literally look at something and it, like it already absorbs. Right away you'd be like, oh my God. Exactly. Whereas yeah. Korean, I'm like, okay, I have to kind of take time to read it. Yeah. And then I just said something like 10,000 people, no, 100,000 people in Itaewon or something like this. <clears throat> Keep in mind, this is Halloween weekend. Mm-hmm. And this is apparently when like everyone goes out for ho- like for Halloween and everyone will see Itaewon because Korea like never really celebrated Halloween until yeah. like, I don't know, a few years ago. And so it makes sense that they would celebrate it in like Itaewon, which is like the multicultural area. Anyway, I hear this and I'm like, oh, my God, that's a lot of people. Didn't register at anything. I was like, oh, that's a lot of people. That's kind of like fucked up. That's like that's really busy. Yeah. And then me and my friend were discussing other things. And then a few hours later, shit is fucking hitting the fan. And I'm hearing I'm hearing all this news about people dying in Itaewon. People fucking it's a crowd surge. What, what do you call it? A crowd crush uh a stampede no well they call it a stampede but it wasn't a stampede they said Mm -hmm. a stampede is like when people are like running right yeah it was a slow crowd crush situation oh god i can't do anything worse so this is the first story of today you guys it is very depressing i honestly couldn't stop thinking about this um because you were literally just there i was literally just there Two days before this happened, because yeah. I left Friday and then this happened on Saturday. Saturday. And if you would have been there on Halloween, Rose, you probably would have gone out. I probably would have gone out there, like guaranteed. I probably would have gone out there because that's like where you go on yeah. Halloween. Yeah. And who would have thought? Nobody would have thought that this would happen. Yeah, but that's also why, like, I get why partially why they have like all the clubs in one area, but also it's like maybe you should have it a little bit like more kind of. The thing is, it it's such an issue of. The more I think about this, the more I am like angry because it's so preventable. It was preventable. Yeah. Sure. There's a lot of people you're like, you're right. Yeah. And sometimes the thing is like, people want to go to one place. Korea is a small country. Yeah. Seoul is very, very densely populated. It is like, you know, there are few areas where people like to go out. Isn't it's there, fine. isn't there more people in Korea than all of Canada? Yes. And it's like smaller than Alberta. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's insane. <laughs> and most of Koreans live in Seoul. Yeah. Or like near Seoul. So, um, so yeah, the more I think about this, the more I'm like, oh my God, it could have been prevented because mm-hmm. the th- there's a lot of issues. Like, for example, they didn't have enough police. They didn't have enough security people. Like, you mm-hmm. know, there was nobody manning the crowd. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Because at first I was like, why was there nobody? Like, why was there? Ushering. Or yeah. Like, yeah. And then my friend was like, well, you know, it's like a, 
it wasn't like a planned event. It wasn't a private event. It's just the street. But I was thinking later on, I thought about it and I was like, well, that's not really an excuse because, you know, why do we have government? Why do we have police? Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, do they only, you know, look out for private business? Also, like, think about it. Like, it, yeah, it's the street. But at the same time, they knew it was like Halloween They knew weekend. it was happening. And the, the Halloween weekend from the articles that I read about yeah. this, it's always a busy, like, up yeah. up until, obviously, with COVID kind of fucks shit up. So this was the first time in, like, three years, I think it was, mm -hmm. that it's, like, open for business, basically, in Korea, yeah. right? And that's partially probably why even more people, but it sounded like in previous years, yeah. before COVID, there was almost just about the same amount of people. Yeah, they say, so at first, I was like, oh, my God, maybe it was just too many people. Yeah. Um, but then later I found out that, yeah, other years, cause even my friend told me, I remember this part, even though mm. I was drunk on Thursday night, uh, as we're walking in that same exact area where this fucking shit happened. Mm. Um, when we were walking there, she was like, yeah. Cause this is like a couple days before Halloween, right? She was like, yeah, I came here on Halloween like a few years ago and it was insane. Yeah. She was like, it was so packed. Yeah. You couldn't even move. And I was like, holy shit. So it's like standard. It happens every year. It's there. standard. And they said that, yeah. In like previous years, there was even potentially more people, but it was like, nobody was like manning anything. So they said over 130,000 people showed up to this. That's insane. Absolutely insane. Cause this area is not big. That's like, if 10% of Calgary showed up in one spot. Oh God. It's so, cr I can't even, I can't even picture. Cause when they said that number, I was like, mm -hmm. I can't even picture like 10,000 people in that area. I wonder if, cause like, honestly, London pride, when I went, mm. it was a fucking shit show. There were right. so many people there. Right. I wonder if that was around a hundred thousand. Maybe. Maybe it was, but it was, but this, it's a bigger area. And it was spread out so I think much. So. Yeah. Well, Soho was pretty small. Not compared to Itaewon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they said that many people showed up and there was mm -hmm. 137 officers. So we're talking one officer for every 100 people. And I don't know. I'm not like a security mm. guru, but that seems like a really small amount of officers. And they weren't uh, assigned to like man the crowd. Mm. They were assigned to look for illegal activity like uh, drugs. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? So basically, nobody was manning the crowd. And if you haven't heard this news, I'm sure you all have heard this by now. Um, but basically what happened was there was a crowd surge situation. These are small alleyways that people were like literally just stuck in. And people died. A lot of people died. Over 150 people have died. That's insane. It's absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. Like 150 plus people. Most of which were in their 20s because obviously they're out partying. Yeah. And um, what about us, Rose? We still go out. We in our thirties. Well, we we probably wouldn't. Well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's so sad. Well, and and Rose, me and Rose talked about this the other day. Mm -hmm. And if if you guys take one thing from this podcast mm. today, it's and I think Rose, you should explain to the audience what you need to do. What you need to do if you're ever in it. Because yes. I've been in these situations. I'm sure Rose has been in these situations where not so much a crowd surge, but just a very very crowded place where something like this could happen. Yeah. So I think, so yeah, I, this is one thing I was like starting to look up because I was like obsessively looking at this news like mm. when it first happened and I was like, let's make something like useful out of this because I was like, what do I do? What would, because I wouldn't even know what to do in that situation. Especially because you're small, right? Like exactly. you're a small woman. I have, I'm, I'm a higher risk. You're much higher. Like me, I'm like a pretty big guy, right? And you're so taller. Like, so yeah. you're, maybe there's less like pressure here because there's less people like, yeah, I don't know. Because I'm up a little mm -hmm. bit higher, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so one of the things that you should do, first of all, they say like, obviously like look out for your surroundings, like kind of like be aware yeah. and see if things are getting too crazy and see if you can get out mm -hmm. when you can. That's like rule number one. Um, look for any place where you can just kind of get out. If there is like room in the back, just like fucking leave. Okay. Mm. It's not worth it. Okay. Yeah. Um, secondly is you have to, this is the one thing that I really took away from this is like protect your chest area. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know how to describe this. You like fold your arms and then just cover your, like what was, what is this forearm? Your forearm. You take your forearms yeah. and put them in front of your chest and then just like leave them there and just kind of make space for your lungs because one of the reasons why people die in these situations is because they get cr their lungs or their chest gets like you know well because think about pressed. it you'd have people yeah like here exactly so here there's no room oh god 
Oh. And you wouldn't be able to do anything. Like you just, yeah. you would slowly get crushed. So then you, you're literally getting crushed and you can't, there's no room to breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why a lot of people in this situation oh, God, as well, it's so I know oh. it's so bad. Those like, poor people that died. Like imagine- I honestly, oh my God, I cannot believe it because people literally, they, they just passed out while they were standing because yeah. they couldn't breathe while yeah. they were standing. Fucking hell. Because before I thought you die because in these situations when you fall, which is another reason that you could potentially die. Of course. Is yeah, when yeah. you fall, what happens oftentimes is when one person falls, if you're all crowded together, one person falls, other people are going to fall. And then the per- the people at the bottom are just getting crushed. Yeah. And then they can't move. Like mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't do anything. Exactly. <gasps> oh, so it's could, giving me like I know. feelings. You could also get trampled. I'm sorry if this is disturbing, but this is very important information. Yeah. You could also get trampled, but you could also like, so one thing is that, yeah, cover your chest, protect. And they say like, this might still like fucking hurt. Like yeah. your arms might, get broken or whatever yeah. but at least you can breathe and like your arms can potentially be fixed yeah right but if you can't breathe like that's you're gonna die you're gonna die yeah so yeah cover your chest protect your chest um try to conserve as much oxygen so try not to scream too much or like make any like try to just breathe mm-hmm. um and like i don't know how easy this is but try not to fall mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's that's easier said than done but like when you fall like you're or dying. if you see someone fall like help them up or something because when people fall like mm-hmm. dude But I guess like, yeah, it just really, and I I think in those situations, like what I would also recommend to do if possible is like, if you're going into a crowd, like, okay, this is like a little bit less of a situation because obviously this is like, we're talking narrow streets, alleyways, all this kind of stuff. But like, try to, if you can have like an exit or like see where there's yes. like a place to go. Like one of the things that I personally did, but probably cause I'm getting older now is like, I went to a festival. It's a very different situation, but I was never right up at the front. Yeah. I kind of was like more, I still was in the crowd, but I was like kind of at the back. So yeah. like if things got hectic, I had like an exit strategy, like in, in my mind. Yeah. And I, I feel like it would be harder in this situation, but I think just like being mindful and if it is getting really, really busy, like maybe just be like, actually oh God. take, try to take yourself out of that situation. It's so tough. Cause in this specific situation, Mm-hmm. like Plus everyone I think was drunk too right so people were drunk but also the way that it's there's been a lot of criticism which it's fair because valid, yeah. it's valid because again um they say that like this area it's like it's always been like a crowding issue mm. apparently the subway goes straight into that kind of like into that alleyway mm. so basically the problem is people getting because i heard that from the subway it was already busy right mm-hmm so when you're like in the subway, it's already busy, but you're thinking, cause like my thought process would be when I get out of the subway, there's going to be more room because we're outside, but apparently you got out and then you basically, there was like, it was so crowded that you, you like it, it, it was already starting. So people are well, saying, you, think about if the subways mm-hmm. crowded and packed, more people are coming off the train, just yeah. going up the escalator. Like what's going to happen. They have I to yeah. like. <laughs> and then the problem is because the subway leads to that alleyway, mm. it's like people start walking in that direction just naturally. Mm. And then like, and then people were saying there was no way of like, cause some people are stupid and they're saying, why didn't you turn back there? Sometimes there's no turning back. Well, exactly. And also you oftentimes also, you don't know what's going on in the front, right? Yeah. Like if you're in the back, you're just thinking, Oh, if I go this way, it like, will get less crowded. Exactly. Or yeah. that's the way to get to the bars. So like, yeah. you're not thinking like, it's a fucking crowd search situation. Also, you probably pre-drank. You're going to meet some friends. Mm-hmm. You're all ready to party. You're in your Halloween costume. Yes. The last thing you're doing is leaving. Is turning back because exactly. there's a, because when you first get out of the subway, you're like, oh, it's a bit crowded. Yeah. But so you're like, like what? This people are saying stupid shit like as if they were there. Like, yeah. of course you would keep going. Like. Mm. Unless you already knew people were screaming and like fucking dying and the, stuff. Yeah. Like if you got off the subway and you heard a like high pitched screaming and yeah. all this shit, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to try to get back exactly. down there. Exactly. So it's like, and even if you're trying to get back, apparently it was just like, it was so crowded already. Yeah. Because again, there was nobody like managing the crowd. Like, I don't know what the fuck was going on. Mm. Um, But yeah, like it's, it was, um, and apparently uh, this is what my mom told me. I didn't actually look into this. Apparently there was like a YouTuber a Korean YouTuber or something that was, that went there to like, you know, like vlog or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he like realized like what the, he was like, this is fucked. So he went to the police and was like, y'all need to do something about this because it's going to be very dangerous. Yeah. And then I don't know what they did. I don't know if they did anything, but basically like people were trying to warn, like, you know, because it was so bad. Um, so anyways, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So basically it's, it's, it's tough because that area it's like, I don't know if, it's also tough because like, oh, one other tip is to try to avoid like the solid, like a wall or like anything solid where mm-hmm. you could get like Push crushed. Yeah. Because yeah. at least if it's like 
with people you can move with the wave that's another thing that they say they just mm -hmm. like say move with the wave and don't push but like also just kind of go with the crowd yeah because like if you try to resist that might i don't know God, it's, it's so, so fucking bad so right now it's like i don't know it's still an ongoing case i'm sure we'll learn more mm -hmm. um as the time goes but it's so sad and here's the thing okay i'm korean so I, I can i can well anyone can criticize this but korea has a fucking issue with safety public safety and lack of care for public safety mm. so this is another situation the thing is it is absolutely insane yes there are crowd crushes Th these things happen but that's an extraordinary amount of people yeah to die in a crowd crush that's a lot of fucking people that's not like that's not normal mm. That means there was nothing done about safety. You know what I'm saying? Like there was nothing done. Mm -hmm. There was no like crowd control measures, nothing. And what kills me is that, yeah, it wasn't a random event. It was an event that they knew was going to be crowded. And it's happened years and years it's and years. It's happened for years and years. And yeah. I read all these things. I don't know if this is true, but basically, I don't want to say anything if it's not true, but basically a lot of blame is to the government, which I think there should be mm. because there was no protocol. There was no, there was nothing like, what is the point of the government if you're not going to fucking take care of the people, mm. you know, especially the, the like, uh, like obviously I'm not saying the police force is perfect or anything like that. Um, any stretch of the imagination, but <laughs> whenever you have these big events and it's same with like, if you go to a stadium, if you yeah. go, whatever, anytime there's a shitload of people in one place, yes, you need to it have, is dangerous. exactly. You need to have some form of like control or yeah. some form of like direction. Somebody saying, okay, you guys go this way, you go this way. Like just to kind of like, manage the crowd essentially yes. and if you don't have that that's when things get out of hand i watched this other like to digress for two seconds mm -hmm. i watched this thing um in spain there was like a concert or something where some people were trying to get out and the, oh God. like there was too many people trying to flood through this one door yeah. and people fell down and more people just started oh. falling and falling and falling on top of them oh god yeah and it was like it was like where where was the like yeah where was anyone like where was the protocol where is the like that's the thing it's like these things can be avoided yeah so one example so i said there was 137 officers for yeah. this crowd of over 130,000 fucking people yeah which you know, again like m some of us we don't know how many officers should be there but some people are pointing out some differences here yeah. so at a concert of BTS K-pop stars in Busan, attended by 55,000 people, was manned by 2,700 security officers. Mm -hmm. That's half of, like, le more than half. Oh, wait, wait, I can't even talk. It's more 50, than... Yeah, it's, it's less than half. No, more than half. No, less than half. Basically, the police officers <laughs> yes. that were in there, it was, like... A no, fraction no. of how many... Yes. So, oh, what I meant to say was the number of ten attendees at this concert was less than half right. of right, the right. attendees of the Halloween yes. event. And there were 2,700 officers versus 137. I think that I think the difference there where people can say is because it was a private event. Of course. I understand that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, that's the kind of stark contrast as to maybe that's how many people are needed yeah. for these types of events. Like, I get that it won't be that many officers. Like, like, I understand that. Mm -hmm. But even, like, I don't know. Something about 137 for 130,000 people yeah. just does not sit right with me. And maybe for this Halloween bash, or if there's, like, huge parties that are happening in this district, maybe some of the responsibility for paying for, you know, security and everything else should fall on some of the businesses, maybe? Like, you know what I mean? No, I think it's, I think it's, um, because who's, go who's going to pay that? Yeah. Who's going to pay it? But what if it's like a fraction that each business has to contribute a little bit to? Yeah, they're going to get extra business. But someone's going to, I mean, I understand that, but someone's going to have to like organize that. That's true. Yeah. It's the government. I'm sorry. It's the government's responsibility. There's a public event. This shit does not happen in other, like, imagine this happening in Canada. Well, there's not that many people here, Rose. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Imagine if there were. I don't think it would happen. I mean, you never know. You never know. But I think one of the reasons is because they don't follow safety protocol. Mm. There was no, the fact that there was not even, the, the officers were only assigned, like, to look for drugs. Look for drugs, yeah. It's insane. Were the officers not, like, freaking out of how many people there were there, There was one too? video, it was really fucking sad. There was one video of this one guy that was, like, a police officer that was, like, begging people, like, and, like, it was so loud, probably people couldn't even hear him. Yeah. And the fact that, like, they didn't even have, like, what do you, what do you call it? Like, a microphone mm, thing? Megaphone. Megaphones or anything. Like, he was just desperately trying to get people out of the situation. Yeah. And he was just all by himself in this crowd of people. 
And I'm just like, oh my God. Oh God. It's giving me heart palpitations. Yeah. And the reason why like I'm, I'm criticizing the security is because again, this is not just like one incident, like something like this. For example, a lot of people are comparing it this to what happened in the, um, like in 2014, there was like a big, huge disaster in Korea as well. It was like the ferry. Do you remember this? It was a Seoul ferry disaster where basically mm-hmm. a ferry, um, basically cap, what do you call it? Capsized. It like sank. Did it sink in the harbor or like nearby? It was, it was, it was, it was in the middle of the something. Yeah. Um, like it was in the middle of the water. Okay. And it sank and it killed like 500 people. Like most of which were high school students. God damn. I think I did. I think I do remember hearing. Yeah. It was a huge story because one of the reasons, one of the main reasons why this happened was because they didn't follow, uh, the, 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 basically safety protocols are not enforced. Mm. And this happens time and time again in Korea. And I'm and in other countries as well. I'm not yeah. just criticizing Korea. I'm just saying like, because this is what I know. This is my country. I know. But like one of the reasons is because they didn't follow safety protocol mm. and there were dangers and signs, but no one's enforcing it. First yeah. of all, people are not like the one say what you, you'll say about Canada. And the reason why I say, I don't think it'll happen in Canada is because I feel like, you know, we complain about how boring this country is and stuff, but we care a lot about safety. This is so and true. I feel like we would enforce safety, like code and all these things. And another thing that happened in like, um, this was like back in the day, like 30 years, oh God, 30 years ago, 1995 or something. Um, people are comparing it to a lot of d- these big tragedies that happened because again, like it's kind of crazy that these would happen in what is now a developed country. Yeah. Basically in, uh, I, I and I still remember this event because I was still living in Korea at the time. I was very young, but basically there was a de- department store that collapsed. Okay. The ferry event was about 300 people that died. Yeah. Again, most of which were high school students, oh, which so is sad. so fucking sad. Don't get me started. But even these people that in this most recent thing, like they're all young 20 I know. Year olds. Oh God. Imagine, you just, imagine you're going out for Halloween. You want to have a good time. Mm. But also what's even more disturbing, like oh. imagine like we'd gone out together. Okay. You couldn't find oh me. Oh my God. Don't. It's and so then, fucking sad. And then, and we're like in our twenties and yeah. you know, I'm dead at the bottom of the crowd. Oh God. And we just went for a night out for some drinks. It's so fucking sad. Like it's... Uh, and it's the people... I know. It's so bad. Um, so, hold on. Collapse. So, in 1995, this department store just collapsed. Mm-hmm. Killing 500 people. Um, it literally just collapsed. And, uh, yeah, it killed over 500 people, injured 937. Like, look at this picture. And it's because the the developers... Building wasn't to code. It wasn't to code. They just fucking, you know, ignored mm. the safety protocols. They were warned multiple times. Same thing with the ferry, I think. Yeah. Warned multiple times. They were told, like, this is not safe. Yeah. Um, and they ignored it. And apparently, um, after this, like, the, the Korea always waits until, like, shit hits the fan. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, maybe we should look into safety. <laughs> it's like, how many people need to die before you fucking look into this? So after that, apparently, they did, like, some kind of... Um, analysis of like korean buildings and if they're up to code or not Mm. they found that apparently two percent of all like structures in korea were up to code oh i thought it was gonna be the other way around holy shit no two percent so most of them are not no and there's always issues like Mm. we don't hear about all of the small things my parents are always like oh when you go to korea make sure you stay in like at least a nice hotel don't stay in some cheap place because people don't follow code they they'll you know try to be cheap and they'll do this it happens again and again because mm-hmm. they don't enforce it. And that's scary because in Korea, isn't there not, especially in Seoul, is there not a lot of skyscrapers and shit? There's a lot of skyscrapers. Oh God, that's so scary. Like, I mean, to be fair, the big buildings, I'm sure now, like, I'm, who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. You know, who the fuck knows? Anyways. Damn. So, the the area, even in Itaewon, apparently, like, the there's a lot of safety issues already mm. that were well known. Yeah. So, it's just, it's always ignored. Um, nobody cares. <laughs> until Something people happens. die yeah and it's just so fucking sad like i just can't even like i don't know like over 150 i think 156 at this point yeah. people have died i think this one hits hard oh, because it's like it hits so hard because we were once in our 20s going out yeah it's just like i imagine ours yeah. like us but going also out the fact that excited. you were there like literally exactly a day, a day or two before I, it oh happened. my god i was so fucking freaked out i was like holy shit but like do you think if you were there and you saw it getting that busy like would you would you leave? i don't know i really don't know yeah like it's so hard to say because yeah. again i some, pe- 
if you look at the pictures, I mean, I don't suggest you do because they are very disturbing. Mm-hmm. But like, um, if you, I mean, you can look at the pictures and see how packed everybody was. Oh, you could not move after a certain point. Oh. So, and imagine like everyone's moving and then you're like, let's say you're in the middle, mm-hmm. but then there's people coming from the back. So it's not like you can like make space because mm. there's more people coming. Like people are piling, like they're oh coming. Oh my God, it's so stressful. So it's like, how are you supposed to turn back? So I feel like, again, like, again, it's easier said than done to be like, yeah, you should find a space to leave. Yeah. That's if it's possible. That's true. Yeah. There's, I think for most of these people. too many people flooding into one area, it's just not going to be. And for most of these people, it probably was not possible for them to move. So they were just stuck there. Yeah. And then like, um, and and then there's footage of like officers just like, just like pulling people out of the fucking, it is like, it's, it was bad. (sighs) So I don't know. I think I like, I don't know. I. I don't think I could have turned. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, yeah. I just, it would just depend on how lucky you are. Like how, how far back were you before the shit hit the fan? Exactly. What, what area were you? Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, there, there might've been parts of that area yeah. that were a little bit better than others to get out. Oh God. Oh. And then there's people that were like blaming. Um, there was like someone that wrote that like, Oh my God, there was people that were saying like push, push. And then like people are freaking out about that. They're like, Oh my God, these people need to like be uh, held accountable. And I'm like, okay, first of all, obviously hindsight's 2020 mm-hmm. and you know, like it's not a good idea to push in a crowd like this. Okay. So that's one thing to know, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I feel like most people don't even know that. Mm -hmm. Like, and also you don't know, like they don't, they can't see the front. So they can't see that it's a dangerous situation necessarily. I mean, how many times have we pushed in a crowd? Like we all push a little bit to get into somewhere or whatever. So first instinct would probably be to push. So I don't think it's like, you can't really blame the people that were there. Also, they don't know what's going on, right? Exactly. Like, it's like, you don't know what's happening. You just think, I want to get to the bar. Like, why are you guys in exactly. my way? Like, what's happening They're not here? thinking like, oh my God, if I push, I'm going to kill people. Plus, a lot of these people were probably pre-drinking. Like, I'm guessing there was, <laughs> I, there, there yes. were no sober thoughts in this whole situation. And, and even if you were sober though, like, I don't know. I feel like you're in a crowd. You're thinking, I need to get somewhere. I need to meet my and friends. And you push. And like, yes, again, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. But like... To blame them is like missing the com- like missing the point completely. Yeah, God, that would just the whole oh situation stresses me out. It is so sad, and I just feel bad for I don't know, like just the families and the kids. God, just imagine died. you just went out. Fuck, you want, just wanted to go out for have a good night. Yep. Anyways, Be sorry to depress you guys, but um, that's what's happening in Korea. Damn. That was my rant. I'm very pissed, and um, this shit's gonna keep happening until like shit really changes, mm. which it probably won't under this government. Oh God. Mm-hmm. I'll be pissed. I can see that, Rose. My I'll goodness. I'll be fucking pissed. Well, it's always it's always the same shit. Mm. And it's sad because it's, it's like innocent it, people are dying. It's for always no the innocent people that die for no reason. Mm. And the high school kids that died in the ferry, they were going on like a school trip. Fuck. It's so fucking sad. That is oh god. Anyway, um Yeah, I can't. So yeah. Can't can't trust the government, can't trust developers, can't trust anybody. Nope. So that's the first story. <laughs> oh, God damn. Is the next one more depressing? Oh, Rose? God. I don't even know. And now I forgot what I wanted to talk about. Oh, God damn. God damn, Daniel. Ah! <laughs> I'd be sad. God, can you imagine? No. I, I, I think because I get like it makes me feel anxious. Yeah. Only oh, my God. Like, Just the thought of it. Yeah. Like even when I went to that festival this summer. Yeah. I was always like in the back. Like I yeah. was like. And you were in an open space. Exactly. Too. But so even I felt, then. Yeah. It's scary. Even at times I would be like, I'd sometimes go a little bit further in and I was like, okay, there's like just too many people around me. Yeah. Oh, you know? Oh, oh wait, here's what I'm, here's, let's, oh, here's the thing. Another thing, not to continue on this, but like, it says that the first call to the police from Itaewon, Itaewon is the area where this whole, whole thing happened, mm-hmm. came at 6.34 local time, mm-hmm. several hours before the deadly crush took place. The caller to South Korea's emergency number said that they were on the main street to Itaewon and an alley next to the Hamilton Hotel was becoming dangerously crowded. That alley was is really dangerous right now. People going up and down and people can't come down, but people keep coming up. It's going to be crushed. I barely made it out and it's really, it's too crowded. I think you should control it. The caller said the police officer asked if the caller meant that the police, the people weren't flowing well, that they get crushed and fall. And then there's going to be a big accident. And the caller responded, this is so chilling right now. That was the first of at least 10 calls to police in the capital of Seoul over the next three hours on Saturday. But that night, the local residents say the police presence was wholly inadequate. Mm. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. They were warned hours before. Yeah. Yet they didn't do anything until 150 fucking people died. So that's great. 
gotta love how many more injured and everything else who knows oh my let me let me see the current numbers it's it's... it keeps it's so bad Mm -hmm. well the death toll is 156 holy shit and yeah i don't know there's a lot of people injured as well i don't know the exact numbers but i think injured is harder to calculate because some people might get injured but go home true yeah doctors and And then some of those injured people might still like have you know conditions Mm -hmm. that might end up killing them yeah God. Like if they got crushed and punctured a lung or yeah, something. Yeah, or like something like Maybe that. Maybe they're in ICU. Yeah, and I saw people like with their legs all bruised up. Oh. Like, oh my God, it's so fucking bad. Now I literally, like, I feel like anytime I see a crowd, I'm going to freak out. Yeah. Oh like, God. especially because I'm like, I most people that die were like women. Like, because, yeah. you know, that's just like naturally women are mostly smaller mm-hmm. and they're more likely to get crushed faster. So, like, I think at least 100 of them were women, which is still a lot of men as well. Yeah. But, like, holy fuck. Oh. <sighs> Anyways. Um, What's our next story, Rose? I want to... Okay, you want to move on from this? Yeah, because it's like... Um, well, there's a little bit of happy news, I guess. I, don't, I mean, I don't really know how, what to say about this. But in Brazil, there was an election yeah. and a crazy right-wing lunatic has been uh, ousted over- from the government. <gasps> um, yeah, so basically, Brazil... I just had an election and it was against let me let me get the let me get the info here so brazil had the crazy like trump wannabe bolsonaro as the president for the however last many years Mm -hmm. um and then the one that just won is a guy named lula um let's see the let's see (laughs) and of course because bolsonaro is a trump wannabe he Mm -hmm. does not concede to lula which means he's not accepting the result of the election. Uh, so, so it is typical, like Trump. Yeah, he's probably going to say that the election yeah. was rigged, and yeah. he'll he'll demand a recount. Yeah. Um. So Lula apparently is very progressive, and he I think he was a president before. Mm. Um. And now he made it again. So he's kind of like opposite of Bolsonaro. I think oh, in a lot of nice ways, which is good. And he yeah. he probably will also like care about the environment, which is like a huge thing in Brazil, right? Like. Uh, Because Bolsonaro, like, did not give a fuck about the environment. And he was, like, did not give a shit about the rainforest or whatever the fuck. Mm. And I think this guy's going to at least do something about it. Well, yeah, because I found out. Like, well, I didn't find out. But I think, I can't remember if it was in a documentary or whatever it was. But they are talking about the the Amazon rainforest. And they were saying about how, you know, obviously they have to clear the rainforest for agriculture. Yeah. But the problem is, Uh, is, mm -hmm. like, the actual soil. It's interesting. The rainforest is a really interesting um, ecosystem. Yeah. And the actual soil that the rainforest is in, from my understanding, it's like not actually that nutrient rich. Okay. And so when they clear parts of the rainforest, they they don't get that many years of like successful like farming and stuff off yeah. the land because it's the nu- like there's not enough nutrients in the soil. And right. It only right? lasts a certain amount of time. Exactly. So they okay. have to keep going. And then also like they just need more space and there's a lot of cattle farming and all kinds of stuff. And the thing that gets me, and I don't know about you guys, like that are that like what blows my mind is when they say like those those figures you know where they're Uh like every minute a football field of amazon rainforest is destroyed or something you know right and i'm like how how long can this go on until it's all gone right do you know what i mean like yeah when they you know when you hear those 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 facts where they're like you know for example every minute a garbage truck of is dumped into the ocean yeah. yeah and you think to yourself i'm like how long can that go on yeah. for? You know, well, like it's kind of crazy that it's gone on for this long. I know, and the rainforest is a perfect example. Like the rainforest before was yeah. must have been fucking huge. Yeah, um, yeah, no kidding, right? Yeah, and like this earth is much bigger than we can even imagine. Oh yeah, apparently. we can't even fathom it. Yeah, like it's huge. And the thing- think about all the garbage. Yeah. Think about all our garbage. Like on a weekly basis, each one of us, how much garbage do we produce? Garbage, like plastic, all this shit. Yeah. Where the fuck is that shit going? Landfills burn. They're burning some of it. Goes into the ocean. Like it's. But that freaks me out. Yeah. Right. Like it's like that's a lot of that's it's, a lot of garbage. When you this is the thing. I think the, the 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 thing with people is like we're so good at just like naturalizing our environment. Yeah. When you start to think of the magnitude of like everything on the planet, it yeah. starts to get overwhelming. And like, I think about like animal agriculture and stuff like this. And they talk about how there's like, I believe that there's more animals being raised for animal agriculture than there are people on the planet. Oh, there's well over like, more billions. And like billions. there's like, there's like, you, there's not even a comparison. Yeah. And they're seeing like all the, obviously all the waste. I'm, I'm kind of digressing a little bit, but like these things, and this again, links back to Brazil in the sense that like it's, it's, it's um what I want to say about the rainforest is it's a, what is it called? It's a snowball effect. Yeah. Because what happens is the rainforest is such a huge converter of CO2 to oxygen, right? 
And as we destroy more of that, less of our CO2 is it being able to be converted and the rainforest is destroyed. Yeah. So it's like this kind of this cycle. So I, I hope that they implement some stuff to start maybe. May- I think, I think he, he might. Yeah. But we'll see. Like, is not is some of it like a, I don't know. I don't know too much about Brazil. Like, is some of it a national park? Like, is there? Parts I don't really of it know either. Like, I don't know much about Brazil. Either. Yeah. <laughs> but all I know is that Bolsonaro is crazy. Yeah. So it's we happy should, news. We, we should message uh, Thais. I was like, her. what were you? What are you about to say to me? Mm. Who should Who should we message, <laughs> Daniel? <laughs> we should We should anyway. message a Brazilian. Uh huh. You know. Yes. <laughs> we do have a friend in Brazil. We do, yeah. So I will message her and be like, what do you think of what happened? Yeah, what's going on? What's, um, what's happening here? Well, so yeah. I think that's good. I hope, you know, I hope I hope he does bring about some positive change. Hopefully. Um, Anything is better than a Brazilian Trump. Yes. <laughs> well, anything's just better than Trump in general. Oh, God. Don't get me started. And like, I, again, like, I mean, we talked about this in another episode. Like, who are these people that are like 80 years old <laughs> running for presidency? I'm like, <laughs> well, even this retire. Luna <laughs> well, to be fair, I think this Luna guy's kind of old. Let me see. Like, how old is he? I just don't get it. I'm you like, know what? I don't mind if they're like old and they're going to do good things. <laughs> yeah. But I just, I, I think to myself, I'm like, as soon as I hit like the age of retirement, like, of course I'm going to have some hobbies and stuff, but I don't want a job. I want to enjoy I know. being retired. Like I know. Like I was literally thinking about this exact thing today mm. and I was like, I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I was literally like, you know, a part of me has a little bit of respect for these presidents because I'm like, I don't know like what in what world would I want to be working and not just working, but as the president? Yeah. So you're going to be busy as fuck. Yeah. At the age of like 80. Yeah. Why? What? What is appealing about this? Nothing. Like enjoy. This is this is what I don't get. It's like enjoy time with your friends and family. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Dude is 77. But anyway, (laughs) if you do something good, I will accept it. Yeah. I just I just I just I don't know. I think to myself like maybe because like. I don't know. My grandparents retired early early ish. You know, like I just like. I, I don't see the appeal of working to 80. Well, I think, well, here's, here's the only appeal. Here's the only way that I can kind of see it is if they really are passionate about making a change. That's true. But people like Trump and maybe even Biden, cause I feel like he doesn't really, you know, mm. he's kind of like, just like there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he doesn't seem very passionate about making like a big change. You know what I mean? He's mm. more just like a career politician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but like someone like, for example, um, Bernie, Bernie wants to make changes like mm. Bernie is, is it Bernie? Why does that sound weird right now? Bernie Sanders, right? No, I think that's right. It's right, right? That sounds really weird all of a sudden. Anyway. We haven't talked about him for a while. That's it, Yeah, that's probably why. So certain people that are like really passionate about making the world a better place in that way, maybe, you know, they're activists essentially maybe and they argue too like if you as you become older the importance of having hobbies and all that kind of stuff it helps keep you young right because if you literally if you retire and you just sit at your house and don't do anything like you'll age a lot faster yeah yeah right whereas if you keep busy it keeps your mind fresh it keeps all of these things and we all keep busy well, I'm not going to keep super busy, but I'm definitely going to like yeah, have you need to have to hobbies or even just like get a part time job, social or, life, hobbies, yeah. interests, like anything. Yeah, I, I think that's important. right? It's like, very important for your mental health as well. Mm-hmm. And it's very important for like, you know, preventing like, you know, like degenerative diseases. There was actually when I was living in the UK, there was this commercial. Ah, fuck, I can't remember which company. I, th- uh, I Anyway, one of these companies, they do a famous commercial every single okay. holiday Christmas. I yeah. don't know if it's like Marks and Spencer's or one of them. And they're known for their like Christmas holiday. This one, or their Christmas commercial. And this commercial that they released this one year, it was so sad. It was about like, it was like, it was a good cause. It was like, you know, buy something and give it to somebody at an old folks home. Or okay. like, you know, like try to engage with that community. Because they were seeing like the stats of people that are, that are older, like older, like in their 70s, 80s and stuff are some of the loneliest demographics of people. I mean, are we surprised? No, but it's so sad. It's very sad. And that's why they were, there was another thing too, on this note, um, we might've talked about it in the podcast, but there's like a, I think it was in Sweden. They're like, they're like um, testing out or they have these communities that are hybrid. Yes, we've talked about it many times. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. I forget sometimes. You always forget what we talk about. I don't always. like. <laughs> we literally have these conversations every time. I know. We talk about a yeah, lot okay, of stuff. So, okay, Rose? No, tell them about the communities. 
we talked about it many times. Yeah, we have. I we talked about. We it probably talked about yeah. it. Yeah, but basically, I don't know if it's in Sweden. Is it in Sweden? It's or either like, Sweden or Denmark or one of those one places. Of the, they have these like communities that they've established, which are um, um, hybrid communities where you have like people of all different ages, yeah, all living there. You have older people, younger people, and I think that they also come together like once a week or something. Yeah. To have, like, so dinner. they this this is what I understand is that they each have their own home, so mm-hmm. it's like you you have your own space. Um, and then they have like a, like a, like an area where everyone can just like eat together. Mm. So I think it's eat. I, I could be wrong, but it might be every evening, but maybe it depends on the, the community. Yeah. But like every evening, like each household, um, or maybe a few households are like responsible for making dinner for everybody. Mm. So then they like, they take turns making dinner and then they just like all eat together. And like, how wholesome is that? That's so nice. Like, that's what we need. Yeah. I mean, the sense of community is like, especially like in Canada, it's like gone. Oh, this is what I'm saying. Like. It's it, honestly like I don't understand. No wonder people are depressed. No wonder mm. people are feeling like whatever it is because it's like we don't like we don't have community anymore. I wonder if there's gonna be a movement to like reconnect to community now though. People I want like, one. I'll start it. Yeah. Should we start one? I think we should. God damn. But it's like it's just depressing. Yeah. Like we talk about this all the time, but it's like um the this over reliance on like what, what what do you call it? like the single family home. Yeah. And then expecting everything that you need to come out of your single family home. Mm-hmm. And then anything outside of that is like no more. This is why though, honestly, like I know some, like obviously every country has its problems, but like one of the things I really loved about being in Spain yeah. is the fact that like, like it was it, at first it was weird for me, but I loved it. I would like leave the school that I was teaching at and I'd go and there'd be a, like, there's like all these plazas everywhere. Right. Oh, love the plazas. And literally like you would go there, like me and my friends would meet sometimes have like a coffee in the plaza and there would always be like families there, friends, big groups of friends, like just groups of people hanging out yeah, all the time. And like all of the parents of the kids, like I remember one time they did like this Halloween, I think it was like a Halloween thing, like performance for the parents. Anyway, me and my friend were walking through this like plaza right by my school. And like literally all the kids that I taught were there. They were all like running up to me, like saying hi, introducing me to like their parents and their grandparents. And like literally there was like so many people in this plaza. Oh my God. And it was just like, it's just so nice to see it. And we would never have that here. No, like it just doesn't happen really. It's like they'll come pick up the kids from school and everyone leaves. You know what I mean? Literally. Like what the hell? Yeah. I do want to know like people with kids, like do they, do they, I'm sure they interact a little more with like other people with kids. Oh yeah, probably. Like you'd have like friends that were like friends with your kids. I don't know. I don't understand. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, basically that's why it's like, if you're single, you're kind of fucked because it's like all your friends get married, then they have kids and then you don't have like a community Mm -hmm. and then you're just like, okay. And then (laughs) next thing you know, but even people that are in relationships, you're also kind of fucked if you don't have anything outside of your relationship. Exactly. Because you know what? Also relationships you can be unhappy in, but also not even just being unhappy. in it's like, but you you need need more than just one. Exactly. Not one person is that person that's going to give you everything. Exactly. How, How do we get into this topic? (laughs) <laughs> we're all over the place today Rosa, we I haven't are. seen you for so long god well, damn that's a lie. i literally saw you yesterday yeah wait what did we do yesterday or was it the day before what do we do oh, oh we went out to the okay yeah, we went out to the we went the, out uh, that event yeah um what was the other st- oh this is one story i want to talk about um i guess we don't have too much time taylor swift Damn, causing a little controversy god damn what, what was she what's she doing didn't she release a new album she just released a new album and people taylor swift is like a whole uh she's like the white beyonce or something like people are like obsessed with her yeah either good or bad though really do people not like her well a lot of people were saying like i know she got some backlash like this is what i want to talk about i don't know if it's the same oh okay I'm what's the backlash? historic backlash where like she she got made fun of a lot actually because she dates a lot yeah because mm. she dates a lot and, and it's so funny because she would speak out quite vocally about it she's like if guys do this it's not a problem but because i'm a woman of course and everyone's like harping on her like all these relationships are like don't date taylor swift she'll write a song about you oh my god it was like a whole thing like i remember yeah yeah definitely i and it's so true that like yeah if a guy is like dating a lot it's just like oh okay He's, he's, a, he's, he's obviously very attractive. He's a player. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, she's a young, attractive woman in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let her have it. Fucking exactly. hell. God, if I was a young, attractive woman in Hollywood, <laughs> I'd be dating a lot as well, guys. <laughs> so one thing that uh, caused controversy this Ooh. time around. So her music video came out for um, her song called Antihero. Have you heard that one? No. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It's that one. Have you not heard it yet? No. Uh, anyway, it's blowing up. 
very popular is right it now. Is a good song? Or? I mean, I, I, I probably only know that line from the from TikToks. Mm. <laughs> I haven't actually heard the the full song. Yeah. I'm not a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty either. Is, is that what they call them? Swifties? Yeah. Okay. I, to be honest, like I, I don't have anything against Taylor yeah. Swift. But I it's just, never been hugely appealing. Her music is just never, it's never been, it's not like, for example, like Britney Spears or like <laughs> yeah. some of these other pop artists, I've really like enjoyed their music. Yeah. But then for some reason for hers, I just, I've never got into it's it. It's all right. There was a couple songs that I was like, okay, I can vibe to this. But a lot of them yeah. I'm just kind of like, oh. Like, lo- they're yeah. not bad songs. They're yeah, just totally. not my jam Totally, sure. totally. But she's like an institution. People, oh, yeah. people love her. Um, and apparently hate her at the same time. Yeah. So apparently she caused some controversy in this okay. new music video. And the song um, is called Antihero. And it basically is, um, let me just read this article. In the video, it features Swift criti- critiquing and satirizing, satirizing, yeah. I, I, anyway, herself, her relationship with the media and her fandom. And at one point, she gets on a scale and it reads fat. That's the controversy. Do you know why? <laughs> is it because like, but I, don't think, I don't think it's that. Guess, guess why that's controversial. Because she's skinny. And people are like, oh, you're, you know, I, I, I just don't get why that would be so like. Contra- so it's being, people are saying that it's fat phobic. Of course they are. <laughs> no, but my, my problem is I, you know what? If I was Taylor Swift, I can see why she would put that oh, in a music totally, video yeah. because in, in Hollywood and under the limelight, there is so much pressure for you to be skinny yeah. and be in shape and fit. And even if you're not remotely what they expect, like yeah. even I remember Selena Gomez at one point who is stunning and all this stuff. There was a picture of her in a bathing suit and like it was an unflattering angle. People ripped her a new one. Yeah. And I'm like, she's a normal woman yeah. like what the fuck so like i could see why someone like taylor swift would put that in the music totally video. because it's almost like she, to, to say fuck you to the media and well i think it's to say that like that's how she viewed herself when she stepped on a scale or like when she looked at herself yeah because that's what the media was saying she was exactly. like oh like you know like so it, it's almost like a body dysmorphia or whatever where you think you're fat when you're yeah. like obviously she's clearly not fat at all yeah um so, but the problem that people have is that, and this is not a lot of people, but yeah. it is like a significant chunk of people, I think, that are in the body positive space. Yeah. And they're saying that it, it was the problem with the use of the word fat, which um, many argue um, that it upholds the idea of fat as a negative thing. So what should she have put on there then? <laughs> so somebody wrote this. <laughs> um, somebody wrote, she could have used any word she's, she could have used instead of fat, um, Heavy. any word um, to get her message across uh, without using fat phobia. And here's a list. Unworthy, the problem, unlovable, bad, not good enough, rejected, no, do but, better, broken. But that's not. None of those, those are, are hitting the problem, though. Like, this yeah, is the thing. Exactly. People can say what they want about this, guys. Like, and I, I you know what? I'm going to actually defend Taylor Swift in this <laughs> only because the people are saying, hey, this is fat phobic. This is blah, 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 blah. Again, we talk about this so many times on the podcast and I get a little bit frustrated because again it's context right the reason at least again i don't know taylor swift obviously but like maybe we should get her on this podcast you know? <laughs> um I'll, I'll i'll send her a, i'll d i'll slide into her dms <laughs> but like from my perspective and like what i would think the reason that she did that again is like what we were talking about is the pressure that she felt from the media and how she felt that that's the the feedback that she was getting and the the pressure to remain thin and if you do put on a little bit of weight everyone's saying you're fat and all this stuff putting unworthy, putting all of these other things on the scale doesn't make sense with the message she was trying to try Yeah, to it doesn't make sense because like why would she step on a scale then? Exactly. Why would Because she could just be she there could and it could have... just look at her face and say, oh, I'm unworthy. Exactly. Like, like I can understand, like I can kind of get in within their logic, right? Like within the logic of people thinking that like fat shouldn't be a negative thing. Like they're saying that like by her putting fat, it's, it's insinuating that, it's that fat is negative. Yeah thoughts <laughs> i don't know like I, I i just and also like it's kind of like then do they blame everybody it's like if because there's a lot of people that have body dysmorphia and mm-hmm. then they they are afraid of becoming fat or whatever or like yeah. or they think that they're fat but they're like not mm-hmm. like is that problematic too but it's like when you have an eating disorder it's not very rational is it like no it's not it's already not very rational um and it's not telling like i don't know like it's are you I, that insecure that you really care that much about what like this Taylor Swift 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I, I, I do. I, I do kind of in some ways. Like, understand a little bit. Like, a little bit. Because they want it. They want, to, they want to move away from this narrative that being fat is a negative thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. But I think that the, the thing is, unfortunately, that is the reality of the world that we're in. Right. And I think that was what Taylor was trying to do right. in her music video. She's it's like being fat is should be seen as bad. Exactly. And being fat is seen as bad. Yeah. And I feel fat because people call me fat and I feel like that's the kind of thing. Exactly. And I'm responding to what's mm-hmm. going on in my current situation right now. Like maybe she could have used a different word. I don't know, like heavy no. or something. I don't know. I don't like think she what, could have used a different word. Like I, I feel like it doesn't convey the same message. And I, I, I think everybody's on their own personal like journeys and stuff you know what i mean like it's this starts to get really i don't know so basically what they're saying is that nobody should feel insecure about their body like for being fat yeah or like for gaining weight or caring about being which which i don't disagree with no one Mm -hmm. should feel that but the reality is especially in 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 hollywood Taylor and all of these, especially female celebrities mm-hmm. and male ones to some degree are as well. very heavily criticized. Exactly. So that's what she's responding to. Yeah. Not making some political statement to be like fat is bad and all this stuff. Yeah. But that's what the media has done to her. Right. Right. And even so, though she's not fat at all. Yeah. Um, it's like Britney Spears. She did that song piece of me. And in that song, she's like, you know, I'm too big. I'm too thin. Right. You know, and, and she got a b- bunch of backlash about that too. Really? Did she? Yeah. God damn. Like, really? God, people just, they just love to pick apart female artists and their songs. Like, I do not see male artists ever getting picked apart this badly. No, not really. Like, when's the last time people are critiquing, like, a guy's fucking song? So in-depth. Picking apart the little things or picking apart their music video. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, people. Well, you know, um, what was it? Lil Nas X did get a little bit of backlash. Oh, that's because he's gay, though. I know. And actually, another another artist Mm -hmm. as well. So... There's been some controversy around Sam Smith's recent single as well. Oh my god, I keep saying like um me not memes, but people kind of making fun of it. Of him. Of like the the music video and just like some of the dance moves. Yeah. He went from he's gone like but I, I think he's being true to himself, right? Like, sure. he, like he's whatever comfortable he wants to, to do. Like, yeah, but the actual <laughs> lyrics, if you like listen to the song and stuff. Because that's the one that you were we were talking about, right? Yeah, because what it's about, if you guys like listen to it's called Unholy. Um, and you listen to the lyrics and stuff. It's actually about these closeted men that yeah. are married with families, basically cheating on their wives in these like bathhouses. And like, you know, Sam said he's like speaking on his own personal experience. Yeah. And it's, it's quite interesting or it's not interesting. Was but I like, talking to you about this or someone else? I can't remember. We, we might've talked either. about it, but like, again, unfortunately, as much backlash as he gets from that song, that's a reality. In Why the is he community. getting backlash for the song? Oh, just like, just like. The like, video is too like raunchy. Yeah, it's too raunchy. It's like the oh, song. This is such bullshit. I know. This fucking shit pisses me off. The, look at any hip hop music video by any male hip hop artist and mm. fucking tell me that's not fucking raunchy. Yeah. It oh, it's like when everyone made a big fucking deal about that song, like wet ass pussy. Wap. Wap. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. Del- <laughs> Get a mop yeah. and a bucket. And like, they were like, oh my God, this is degeneracy. This like, is disgusting. It's fucking gross. I'm like, have you seen any hip hop music video in the last like 30 years? Because yeah. they are literally all like this. I know. But it, because it's women rapping. Yeah. It's a fucking problem. Are you fucking kidding me? Look at any male artist. There's women in thongs, like their ass fucking shaking in front of the goddamn camera. I know. And also some of the lyrics are so explicit. Except, there's, yes. Nobody cares when it's a guy. Nobody cares when it's a guy's lyrics. Literally guys lyrics are so much worse than mm. like wet uh, wet ass pussy <laughs> well, the wap, wap we'll call it <laughs> it's so much worse so it's mm. like it pisses me off so of course the gay guy is gonna get you know of course tackled. Yeah, yeah. they'll get they'll get uh it's probably because he's also know. being like a little you know like you know femme? a little femme yes yeah well and actually in the gay community that's another thing like femme is it's kind know, of derogatory well it's not derogatory, you, you know, but the it's, gay community is a little judgmental oh my god the gay community guys <laughs> We need, guys, to, we need to reform the gay community we a little do. bit. Because you know what? The one thing that's so crazy about the gay community, guys, yeah. um, is the fact that, like, obviously we don't want to be judged. You yeah. Know? But, like, oh, you, the gay y'all judge. Oh, God damn. They be judgmental <laughs> as all hell. And very also, like, um, clicky. Body. Oh, clicky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also very body, uh, what, uh, very obsessed with body image. Oh, yeah. 
huge like that must be a big problem oh there's a lot of like there's a lot of actually like eating disorders and stuff in the game yeah, yeah i can i can understand but, like if you ever watch rupaul's drag race like i right. can almost guarantee every single episode you know when they get emotional and yeah 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 on? like so many times i've heard them talk about eating disorders oh God, and stuff it's so sad because of like body dysmorphia in the yeah. gay community see that's another problem mm-hmm. yeah i've seen so many people that are like yeah in the gay community they're like oh yeah in, in the gay amongst the gays like this is not acceptable i'm mm-hmm. like oh my god i always say i mean i yeah, joke you say this shit too i half joke but i i half joke and i'm always like if in the gay community i'm considered like morbidly obese oh my god you, it, know? you are not i know but like you know i joke to kind of poke fun at it but yeah, at the same but time it's, like, there's a, a little bit the of truth, little truth to, to the that. body yeah, yeah body so, image issues it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, there was that. Yeah. And that brings us to the end. Oh, God damn, it's the end already. Mm-hmm. We didn't say our line, Daniel. And on that positive <laughs> note, <laughs> on that positive note, guys. Oh, my gosh, you guys. Um, yeah, I'm back for good. Mm-hmm. You are for at least a at little least while. For a, for, at least for a month. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, again. I'm staying put. If there's one thing to take away from this podcast today. Remember how to deal with a crowd. Anytime you're going to go into a, an event, maybe do a little reminder, a little check yeah. and just see like what you need to do in those sort of situations. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. Oh yeah. my God. Um, Cause like, you know what we all, you know, at the end of the day, oh especially God. that event is so sad because everyone was there just to have a good time. That's what I'm saying. They want to party. They wanted to enjoy. And like, guys, let's just, you know, let's learn from this and, you know, try to take precautions where we can, but still enjoy life. I you know? know. And remember that there's no promise of tomorrow. Exactly. Oh, God. Oh. That, on that positive <laughs> no! note, Rose. I'm just saying we need to live every day to As the if fullest. It's our last. No, <laughs> but yeah, maybe like Dang. just, you know, just remind yourself that it's, you know, it could all end in one Halloween. No, God. Oh, God. Okay. Well, let's not go down Ooh, there. Okay. Um, anyway, guys, if you are watching this video on YouTube, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Um, thumbs up. Like the video. Like the video. Like the, yeah, you can do a, a thumbs up for YouTube. Yeah, you can. Okay. Like, like the video. Um, make sure you subscribe. Yeah, if you're not already. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and mm-hmm. on uh, TikTok, although yeah. we've been slacking a little bit, haven't we? Oh, God damn, yes. Damn, Daniel, we need to, we need to, we need to, we need to up our game. We guys. need to up our game. Fuck. There's anyway. so many things going on. Oh. There's too much going on. I just want to retire. Me too. <laughs> you mean you don't want to run for president at uh, oh, the ripe, ripe young age of 82? <laughs> I'll remind you this, Rose, when you're running for presidency and, you know, uh, or prime minister in Canada, I'll be like, they, Rose. How do they have the energy? Anyway, you guys, um, stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash the savage podcast. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye.